Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 88th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're talking all about whether fairness exists in marriage. But before we dive deep into that subject, couple of questions to go over. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, or even via email? If not, please go to WokenFree.com and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe away. Next, have you shared an episode with friends and family? Now, y'all know, you know people who want to get married, who are married, who are who are married and wish they weren't married, <laughs> like all of that and everything in between and beyond. So please share this episode because I think they will laugh, they will cry, they will smile, they might even just smirk, which is really cool. So <laughs> share, Very share, cool. share. Yes, absolutely. Have you talked to us on social media? If you have breaking news, if you have episode ideas, if you have collaboration ideas, always feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even YouTube at Woken Free. And then have you reviewed the show? If not, we would greatly appreciate your feedback of the show. Guys, we do this for you. So give us your thoughts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and any of the other platforms you will see at WokenFree.com. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared which meal option plan do you use more often, meal delivery or drive-thru. This week, we're sharing, would you rather be an exceptionally strong knight or a magical wizard? It's a really interesting question because I felt like it was, uh, how do I say this the PC way? Game of Thrones? Um, just like, (laughs) what a... I don't know. Does a person of color really ever want to be a knight? Like, I just, I don't know. To me, it just seemed like... I don't get that. I mean, that's weird. Why wouldn't, why does that have to do with anything? Really? Yeah. A knight is a, is a strong individual. I guess because for me, contextually, I've only seen it Don't think of like just a medieval Yeah, I've only seen medieval knights. Being intense. So that's why I was just like... Knight's just the word. It could be warrior, though. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because the word knight, I guess... It could be even in, yeah, even in today's terms, it could be a soldier, but it's it's just kind of like sticking with that theme of medieval Hmm, kind of things. Interesting. Well, that's a change the narrative moment. Hashtag change the narrative. Okay. My answer is magical wizard all day every day because I would... uh, like deeply love having powers so that I could use them on you. That would be amazing, actually. Instead of being a super strong knight that's just really strong. Nope, I want to turn you into a great a fighter. You don't want to be somebody that's a great fighter. Or turn you into seven bulldogs. Smart. Yep, and, and then turn you back. That'd and be amazing. Ex- and exactly why that leads up to my answer <laughs> of being the knight, so I can reflect anything you do back upon to yourself. You mean stab me samurai style? <laughs> No, it's called reflection. Love is love, Khalil. Love is it's love. It's called reflection. You try to change me into a puppy, you would be changed. <laughs> and then guess what I love about a wizard? Yes. You can make yourself really strong as well. You can give yourself an enhancement to be strong. Oh, so you could make yourself a knight. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cool. That's just kind of funny. If you're so such a great wizard. The, the quandary of the question. Yeah. Interesting. That's why oh, okay. when I play games, I always choose the wizard class. Oh. Definitely. Because the wizard can become strong too. That's the true. knight can never gain magical abilities, but the wizard can gain physical strength abilities listen harry potter nation all day every day that's what they yeah just because you're a wizard doesn't mean you're not strong you can be a buff wizard you could be like arnold schwarzenegger with the wand 
oh, I could be Terminator. That'd be amazing. They never show that though. They don't. They usually don't show like buff wizards. It's pretty funny because they concentrate so much on their uh, magic casting. But sounds like a woken free idea to me. Yeah, make a strong wizard. Woohoo! Yeah, bodybuilder style. Oh, Michael B. Jordan body. Yes. <laughs> on that note, we're gonna have to jump into the subject I love because it. this really makes me wonder: Is it possible to have fairness in marriage? Absolutely not. No I'm kidding. <laughs> No, no, guys. I joke, I joke, I kid, I kid. Uh, According to Psychology Today, and again, all of our articles can be found at WokenFree.com for the episode. And uh, the article says, what or who determines whether or not a marriage is fair? The simple, though perhaps surprising answer is that finally, it's what any particular couple agrees on as fair. If Ah. they truly believe their relationship (laughs) is equitable, then for all intents and purposes, it is. And this would be the case regardless of how fair their arrangement might appear to anyone else (laughs) in many instances it's the wife that bears the brunt of domestic and sometimes even financial responsibilities but still if she's genuinely okay with her marital marital contract aka it feels fair to her then despite others possibly seeing her as taken advantage of problems of fairness won't be an issue in the relationship and then Ah. mm -hmm, so perception is everything guys yeah and then next the article there's a lot in this article so definitely click on the link guys uh the the article goes on to say a balanced reciprocal relationship shouldn't require either of you to give up give in or sacrifice yourself for the other interesting yet at the same time a mutually fulfilling relationship does depend on the recognition that both of you probably have needs never sufficiently attended to in childhood being able to explicitly talk about this and as calm rational and concerned adults maximizes the chance that the two of you will eventually find some equitable way to give to each other what was missing from your much earlier intimate relationship and if so you'll come to see both of your needs as equally worth worthy and valid so Ultimately, I think the answer is yes, but it's a subjective answer, not a objective answer. And I think that the the inequities exist pretty much as kind of hinted in the article based on what the parties in the relationship <laughs> create for what, what are the inequities, right? So you, for instance, in our relationship, you take out the trash. That is not a fair um assignment because I don't equally share in that assignment, nor will I ever. I'd rather die a thousand deaths than to take out the trash. But the horror. Yes, the horror. But we have set the terms for that. Same thing. I declare war on laundry. Thank you very much for doing my laundry. I'm not doing it. That is not fair to you, but you've agreed to accept the terms of our marital contract. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. What are your thoughts? So it seems like according to that article though, that Fairness is relative. It's like time. It depends on the observer. It's a construct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what that's that's what I got from the article that you just It's a theory. Referenced. It's a theory. That's yes. what that seemed like. I so agree. I found this other article by Engage Marriage mm-hmm. and they were saying that a healthy marriage can resolve conflicts with actually two winners and that's through compromise and understanding. <laughs> That's, that's that's such an American thing. Two winners. Yeah, they, instead oh, of having this one winner and a uh, one loser, okay. actually yum, yum, both yum. people win in a healthy marriage. So okay, I think they they would agree that fairness can exist in a marriage. Okay, and they they feel that it's all about how you resolve conflict. And they say there are six ways this can happen. Mm-hmm. They say to resolve conflicts and have both parties happy, you must face each other during the discussion like warriors so, <laughs> look each other in the <laughs> eyes don't okay. look at the sky okay i mean that's not easy because people want to look at different things they don't want to just stare into each other's eyes because other things might happen because of it 
So the next thing you gotta what do the is hell ignore distractions. What <laughs> if you stare into if you stare into a spouse's eyes for too long? Other things are gonna are happen. Are you talking about erections? What? <laughs> <laughs> Not expecting that. What are you saying? What are you saying? What Lil? are you saying? I'm talking about spouses looking into yeah, each other's what, eyes. Yeah, what happens if they look into their eyes too long? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Does someone have explode? You, like, no, have you, you? Well, I didn't want to bring it up, but have you seen Constantine? Yes. All right. So, did you know that there could exist other worlds? So you're saying a, <laughs> you're saying a demon no. will come about? No, I I don't know what would happen, but what if? What if is I'm all I'm saying is what if? What if something? I don't know if you're, you're joking or if you've been smoking. Khalil, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have to say on that. I have to leave that very open ended. It's o- it's open for interpretation. You were talking about erections. Continue. <laughs> that's weird. I mean, that's you're talking about such a specific thing that I don't even know. Like. I didn't think you would come up with that. Welcome that's to Free crazy. Nation, guys. What, what is they he can referring guess what to? that is, because that's, that's nuts to me. Now, the, <laughs> the second thing is you have to ignore distractions. So Like your cell phone? No, like people bringing up erections. That's a distraction from the real <laughs> conflict at home. <laughs> See how you did that? What that is the distraction. conflict we're addressing right now, Khalil? <laughs> the conflict about discussing how to resolve conflicts. Because uh, you're thinking about looking into eyes can mean erection. But that's actually a distraction. I thought that's so what you meant. Like you're going to gonna be, it's like an ooh la la moment. Like a ooh la Not an erection moment. That's definitely not. I mean, but you, it's open to interpretation. So that's that was my your interpretation. interpretation. Yes. I feel it's a distraction, but that's Good your interpretation. Good for you, <laughs> husband. That's what it is. Now, this one's interesting. I mean, I guess it's because you got to think about what you say, but they say guard your tongue. Not applicable to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because I know you're not doing that. Hells to the no. I'd rather die a thousand deaths. Yep. Oh, only a thousand. That's yep. not bad. Mm-hmm. All right, well. I mean, over and that's over and your over number, again. Yep. But only a thousand, though. A right. thousand deaths. All right, no more, no less. All right, if you mm-hmm. say so. Uh, hold the history. I think that could be good. Bring it up the past. Because it's yeah. like bring up the past yeah. and say, remember wins. when yeah. you did this? Remember that? Remember? Yeah. You try that's to bring a, up all that, these old yeah, situations. That's a race to the bottom. And yeah. then when the other person <laughs> said, I thought you forgave me over that. Oh, and then it's like, ah, you know, whatever. And then they can start bringing up history. You so. start clapping. You got to be careful with that. Twisting your neck. Don't bring up all this past gold events. earrings out, everything. Yep. Don't bring up past events. That's what they're saying about the conflicts. Indeed. And now, you're not going to like this one, but it's really good. But they said you should touch each other during the conversation. So that, I didn't put this there. This is what they said. I bet they did. See how that interesting that is? And this was from the EngageMarriage.com. Yeah, sexual official, f- no. maniacs. N- they know how marriages are supposed to work. They're the like the arbiters. Not everyone is interested in physical intimacy when they're angry. That's all I will say I, on that. It's interesting, but the arbiters on marriages said that. Good so for I them. I don't know. I don't Good know. Good for them. I can write something on marriage, too. I don't too. know. They, yep. they say to touch, because maybe that touch... Because, oh, guess what? Because that's another way to speak to each other is through the touch and the energy. You believe in the secret, the secret energy. And I believe in sharing words from energy. your mouth. All right, but this is what they say. Touch. Good for them. And then the last thing is stay in there. It's kind of like a boxing fight. When you get hit with one punch, don't stay down for the count. I don't know what that means. but This is sexually <laughs> implicit to me. This is a they sexual implicit. Stay in that conversation because if you're not in it to win it, you're going down. I don't know what that means, but that's what they recommend it. I, I understood the other I still other don't points. see how there's two winners out of all that nonsense, but okay. If you, if you t- as long as you touch, there can be two winners. That's a okay. good thing. Okay. I love now how you're know. harping on one of the factors. <laughs> get a grip. This below. is what they get came up with. I don't know. I just, all I know is that's what they said, and it must be right. You joke, you joke, you keep joking. <laughs> you say I joke. <laughs> Why would you say that about me? I'm telling you what has to happen. I'm trying to give people tips no, for do life. Some laundry. We need laundry done. 
All right, after we touch and then look in each other's eyes and staring. Yeah, because no I, what, I know what's going to happen after that. No distractions. I know what's happening after that. No distractions yeah, is what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better guard your tongue. Ooh la la. I'm going to hold that history. All right. <laughs> I'm going to hold it. Oh, Put history Lord. on hold. What is the benefit to having fairness in marriage? It allows them to touch. And <laughs> move on. During the conflict. Move on. That's the uh, past. The past is not our is present, nor is it the future. Well, you want me to hold the history then? Indeed, indeed. I think the biggest benefit is it just allows the couples to be upfront and honest with each other. And mm-hmm. then it lets people know that their opinions are validated and that yeah. they count. They, mm-hmm. They're not just like an inferior being. And I think that would, in hand, that leads to more bonding over just events and that may take place mm-hmm. like it makes it easier because you know that when you make a decision the other person's going to consider it and it, it makes experiences much better like if you i don't know if you go to the movies or something and know mm-hmm. that somebody always wants to get the popcorn but you know you're trying to save some money so mm-hmm. this time you say i won't get the popcorn i'll get the slushy or something you know <laughs> something like that but then yeah. you're like ah, i didn't really want to get it i wanted the popcorn but you know what i'm glad the other person likes the slushy and mm-hmm. now we can enjoy this experience more watching the movie so, so it could be little things like that but i sure. think I think it does lead to situations where events can be more enjoyable. And not just for one person, but for both. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I completely concur. I think by consciously attempting to have more equity and fairness in your relationship, you probably will less likely to feel resentment, feel frustration, feel like you need to act out against your partner as if your partner is against you instead of with you on things or in life. Uh, also less likely to feel used or abused, uh, feel suffocated, like your wow. relationship is overpowering you in what you want in your life and your wishes. Uh, also less likely to make you feel like you need to escape. You know, I think of that movie with, uh, what's her name? Uh, she has the red hair. Uh, but either way, she was like married to this, uh, people no know that sleeping with the enemy. There we go. That movie, uh, where that. she, uh, is, uh, I can't like blanking on her name. She was also in steel magnolias. Uh, I don't know why I'm forgetting her name. I love her though, but, uh, I'm close. Nope. Oh man. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I'm just making up some guesses. Oh, good I lord! Yeah, that's a different white woman. <laughs> <laughs> what? Get it together! Come on, like, get it together! I don't know who you're talking about, so I'm just yeah. taking some good guesses. Sandra Bullock, right? Like just yeah. anyone? Just like okay, yeah. no, Kate no, Winslet. No, no. OMG. We're just naming people, right? That Naming white women specifically. <laughs> that are in movies? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, moving on. And also, it might make you less likely to even question why you're in the relationships. You know, uh, I, I don't know if anyone saw the Tyler Perry movies, Why Did I Get Married? But I think it can be a valid question for people if you're feeling constantly like you're feeding the needs and wishes and well-being of your partner and they are never feeding into you. Things are, uh, it's a two-way street, guys, right? Especially in a marriage, which is a voluntary experience, not mandatory. So if you voluntary are entering this type of a relationship with the legal, financial, and uh, mental costs involved, (laughs) you know, you really want to make sure this is someone who's with you. This is kind of a ride or die situation. This is not someone that you're in a relationship that's working against you or working to harm you. All right. Well, what are the challenges of having fairness in marriage? 
Uh, it takes work, right? This isn't something that's just inevitable or just happens by happenstance. It takes in tremendous work, but it's really good work. It's the work that you want to spend time in talking and doing. It takes a, a bunch of honesty, which listen, I mean, we can only speak on the American culture, but our culture does not is not a proponent of honesty, right? We're kind of lie first and tell the truth when you need to later kind of a society. <laughs> and that is not the woke and free way of living. That is not the Christian way of living that is not even uh you know a good way of living but you know everyone has to decide where they stand on the you know are you a liar or are you not stance of life and uh and it also means that if you do make this change hashtag change the narrative guys and you attempt to have more equity and fairness in your relationship in your marriage that means you're you might even have to question if you're in the right relationship because to be fair and to be honest, there are some people who are not willing to make a change, who are not willing to give up power. And then that yeah. might not be the relationship for you or that person might, might not be the person you need to be married to, which creates a whole other host of questions you need to ask yourself and decisions you need to make. So it opens up a, a couple of cans of worms. And, and I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges with trying to have fairness in marriage. But what are your thoughts? I think the hardest part is actually finding like a fair ground mm. and being able to equally compromise when you have mm. a conflict. I think that's the really tough. The actual fairness part. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I don't think it's actually always possible. I think sometimes what happens is that one spouse, they get like one conflict they may win that conflict mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then the other conflict is in favor of the other spouse and mm. it kind of just flip flops and back so you and just, forth yeah sometimes gotcha. like you win yeah. sometimes i win it's like i think sometimes that happens because you can't but really if they find add the common up, ground is that or if they're if it's like 58 you know 49 you know like if it, if they kind of add up to the yeah, hundred is that mathematically is that the marriage is fair okay. because you know they both are winning and in some way or form right? yeah they yeah. win at some point in time it's not like they're just a loser in the marriage but it's just oh, that jesus <laughs> what happens is that they can't ever find a conflict they don't usually find conflicts that are mm -hmm. both everybody's happy in the end mm. that's really hard yeah. to do I, I think it's not always possible so sometimes you gotta just it's like you gotta give up the battle but in this case, you, there to is win no the winning. War. No, but there is no winning the war. You just got to give up the battle, and you might win the next battle. It's just like ongoing. It's like the Civil There's War no winning all the over war. again, right? Yeah. There is no winning, though. That's the difference. On to Fort Lee. Yep. Mm -hmm. I guess so. How can you actually achieve fairness in marriage, then? Uh, I think I mentioned some tips about like conflict resolution from that article, which I think is important. Mm -hmm. And I also think there's a couple of other things to consider, like but just... Bonding with your partner helps, you know. What doing does that mean for people? So that means just doing activities with your partner, doing something that you hate to do, and you do that with them just because they like it. That's, Jesus, Khalil. That's a good way to bond with them. Like, no, it's like... <laughs> that it, you hate to do? But yeah, it's like if you hate camping, but your partner likes to do it, you're going to have to figure out a happy medium. Maybe you go in your backyard and get in a tent, but you hate doing it, but at least your partner likes it, so... Now you're bonding in, with your partner. What if in that you're moment. camping naked? You'll you'll like it a bit more. <laughs> See, yeah, look at that. You can add different la la, features into it. See how you got to do that. So I guess you're going to be bowling a lot more with me then. Bowling? Yep. Why'd you say that? Because you hate it and I love it. I used to bowl as a child so much. We oh, did that at day camp. And that's so nice. And we're adults now. Exactly. Yeah. Now you see the dilemma we're in. Oh. <laughs> Quite the dilemma. So we just have to bowl naked then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you want to be arrested. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting story to tell. What if it's in our home, though? <laughs> <laughs> And the friends are over? Okay, good job. I think that's still a weird situation. 
That's a weird, weird kind of party. Good, weird That's a, a weird party that you're trying to throw. Yeah. Very strange there. Okay. Lies and fairy tales, he tells. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who said that. You brought that up. I didn't bring up bowling. I brought up camping in the backyard. Mm -hmm. That's all I brought up. You're now listening to Woke and Free. 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 A podcast that gets real and honest. And learning their likes and just Well, that's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the bonding, but it's good to actually know what your partner likes, but also True. what they dislike. True. So it'd be nice. To, it'd be nice to know if your partner doesn't like bowling and they like to snowboard instead. I mean, that's good things to know. That's a wonderful alternative too. <laughs> It is. They're very similar sports, but you one involves it. a ball, one involves a board. Ah. They both begin with B. See that? And they're both taking a relationship? place on the planet Earth, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, lovely. Not necessarily. You're bowling in, in space? Uh, some people like to bowl on Pluto. I don't know. Okay. Some of us have different tastes. What I can I say? I don't know if you're joking or if you've been <laughs> Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, you think I should snowboard on Pluto? I don't ah. think they have snow there, though. Continue, sir. The, blue, the Plutonians don't like snow. Mm. All right. And the next one is stepping into your spouse's shoe to see how they feel. I think that's a really good thing to do to achieve fairness because then you could try to see it from their point of view. If you were your spouse, would you want to do that activity? I mean, like, I guess from their point of view, mm -hmm. they want to do it. You got to you gotta kind of like feel it out from their point of view. Like, Now, are you thinking about that only in the context of an activity or in like how like the things they're experiencing in their life, like taking a, a moment to step into your partner's shoes to feel, to think about how they're feeling about a certain option well, or life experience that they're going through? Well, I, I was thinking not, in, not exactly in terms of activities, but in terms of like a conflict you have. So it's like, if oh, you start okay. arguing about something and you know, it's a lot of people do it, you know, you're right, but <laughs> you, you got, you don't take the moment to think, what does your partner think about this? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. what are they feeling in that moment while you're having mm. this conflict? That's what I meant in terms of I love it, stepping yeah. into the shoe. Great. My next question is, when's the last time you've done that for me? <laughs> <laughs> or is this just theory oh, for man. you? Is this theory? This is great. This is excellent this is theory. Great. This is great. Yep, exactly. Uh, I like the jokes here. Yeah, yeah. Never, never done, but only thought. The jokes are here. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to feel. I don't even know how I feel. I only know your feel. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> all I know is your feelings. Can you try attempt That's to not be fraudulent in this moment? <laughs> That's all I know, though. It's weird. Lies and fairy tales. It's strange. I you don't know are a I unicorn. <laughs> I'm a unicorn? Yes. Oh, Unicorns cool. that don't exist. Oh, okay. So you're going to take it there. Yes. Wow. After all I did was have the feelings that you Give feel. an example. Give a concrete example. <laughs> a concrete example? Yes. All right. Let's What's see. the last time you stepped into my shoes and thought about how I would feel about something? Easy. All right. Because I was, okay, here goes a good oh, one. Oh, let's hear this. No, yeah. this is good. Because, okay, cool. All right. So usually we go, we'll go to a restaurant uh -huh. and we'll look at the menu. I'll order my thing. You'll order your thing. Yeah. I'll order the. I'll order something. I'm just taking a guess because I don't know if I want to eat it or not. I'll uh -huh. get it. It might not be as appetizing, and you'll order the ultimate meal. So then, once the meals come, I would usually be upset, and then be, I just wouldn't say anything. Yeah. But what I learned from the experience is I step into your shoes, and uh -huh. instead of me just ordering the random thing, I order the ultimate meal. So now we both get the ultimate meal, and on the you, next occasion, we're fine. You are a complete <laughs> fool. <laughs> And but now we both have ultimate meals and we don't have to look at each other. Can you stop referring to Red Lobster and what we eat? No, I said Red ultimate Lo meals. A.K.A. ultimate feast and no, Red Lobster. Now go away. No, but, that's, that, but th that would be a bad example because I, I always like that ultimate feast. So mm. that's not a good example. 
I mean, it's about other restaurants. They have different types of meals. And I you think know what to in choose. the past, what I have, I I, what I have seen shoe. is, uh, what I think, I don't know if I would ever use that terminology for you. I would say, <laughs> I consider what, what you, you have thinking. done is you have tried to entertain other thoughts and opinions of others in the room and, and have quieted yourself, even though, yes, you initially think you were right, 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 and that's the end of that. You have paused, I would say, more as we've gone on in our 14-plus-year relationship and and entertained the idea of my thoughts. And even if you didn't necessarily agree with me, you would at least uh, hear me out. And I mean, either way, I was speaking, because y'all know how I do. But uh, <laughs> y'all know what's up. <laughs> Nobody's going to shut me down. Nope, not today. Uh, <laughs> There's no need for shutting down. Yes, uh, but I, I do think, I wouldn't, like I said, I don't think you stepped into my shoes per se, but you've entertained my thoughts. And, and I literally then, did a mind meld with you where we were thinking on the oh same zone. Oh I, that's what gosh. I would do. In certain, con- in certain conflicts, I can do that. We say the same things during conversation sometimes, but that's because we spend <laughs> so much time different. together. Come that's out. completely different than what I'm talking about, where it's like, I'm going to say something and I'm like, nope, my wife is right. Ah. <laughs> that's all that I do. <laughs> this conversation is going nowhere right but now. <laughs> no, but at least uh, we're giving you the examples of success, though. Of foolishness, yes. <laughs> no. How to have a lot of fun with your partner. Come on. Yeah. How to totally treat them right. different episode, but I gotcha. And then the mm-hmm. last thing I want to say is that uh, you need to think of the couple as a single unit, not two separate entities. Mm. That's a good way. If you think of it as like the, the one yeah. instead of the two, then it's not like you versus me and we both... And that, that kind of makes the compromising even easier if you're both the same person. So you're not right? warriors against each other, you're teammates. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. I would add to that or preface to that, though, the importance of being an us but not losing yourself in your relationship. Because I find that sometimes, especially from, like, women that we will give because some women women are indoctrinated to be nurturers and carers and when we do find our partners that it's really easy to want to give and love and and love on our partners but again you can't give yourself to the point where you have nothing left for you so it's important that yes you're a us but you still might need to get your nails done on sunday or that you need alone time on saturdays right like that you still preserve you within the us like it's not a diminishing of that but okay so i appreciate your commentary lover i think (laughs) that was fascinating i will not forget step into the shoes statement i'm going to uh really hold on to that one next I know. time we have a conflict yeah, bring it up and i'll I show will you ask how you're doing that activity and in i'll the go moment. mind meld and i will continue <laughs> to laugh and you can't uh, laugh when it actually happens you're like wow are you really inside of my brain i'm like yes you i just am, said honey. that so that we never fight anymore so we just continue to laugh at each other <laughs> <laughs> it's just pure badness <laughs> it's not why is it badness why can't you believe in a different sort of science okay Naked bowling. That's all I'm going to say. Just naked bowling, guys. Come on. This is experimental science we're talking about. Oh, fringe. Here we go. So based on, like I said, our 14 plus year relationship going on 15 years once we hit September. Woohoo! I would say I've learned the following when it comes to having equity and uh, fairness in your relationship. You have to have healthy boundaries. I think for us, we've even had conversations where we've said like, 
you know, even for things before we've even had it, like before even having kids, like decisions and things that are important to us. And what do you want to hold on to? What what are things within your domain and what are things within my domain? So oh, that what? That's like before marriage stuff. Yeah, it is. It is before marriage stuff. But sadly, people don't get there all the time. So Whoops. even when you're married, you still got to get into those conversations, guys. Why? Because if you don't realize that you have different partnering style or like parenting styles, you're going to have a problem because your kids are going to come and they're going to act crazy. And then if you're not on the same page, then you just have craziness between you and your partner and between you and your kid. So just understanding what are the boundaries for each other? What are the boundaries for your offspring? What are the boundaries for your pets? And really sticking to them and and being committed to that. Next, uh, uh, I definitely think identifying problems is key uh, (laughs) because, you know, a husband may feel that he's fair and equitable and steps in the shoes of his wife, but the wife might not feel that way. Very so, strange. Yeah, very That's a strange, strange situation, too. Very strange. You know, it's it's, very it's a phenomenon, really. It's like the Twilight Zone. Ah. That's like a Twilight Zone episode ah. you're talking about. Very odd, yeah. yeah I'll, Pretty I'll, odd. I'll call Jordan Peele, see what he thinks about it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, make a movie about it. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, before we get our, our scissors and uh, gold gloves, we, <laughs> we can right. identify the problems and, and keep it 100 with each other, right? Maybe she doesn't like to be cradled a certain way or he doesn't like to be da-da-da, right? Like, figure out what do you guys like, what do you not like, and, and have those honest conversations. Uh, also, have a clear understanding of what you need in a relationship, meaning what do you need to thrive and, and, and be your best authentic self, right? So whether that's personal space, whether that's support for a business, whether that, what do you need, right? And, and, and you're not going to know everything from the beginning. So as you grow as a person and in your relationship, you constantly need to check in with each other and talk about your needs and wants and are they being satisfied? And hey, are you happy? Why aren't you happy? Dot, dot, dot. And it's a, it's a tough conversation, right? Because maybe you want to say you're happy and your partner's like, nah, player, I'm not really happy. Wow. Talk about it, right? Talk about it. You're not always on the same page with your partner. So make sure you're on the same page as much as possible. Try. Correcting bad behavior, right? So like you mentioned, uh, not, you know, fighting with bad words or bringing up the past. Like stop doing well, things yeah. that, are, that aren't effective. That's, that's not going to give you more fairness in the relationship. And then eliminating bad habits, like things that you do to essentially make things worse and more inequitable. That would be important. Uh, and then also I would just say defining the rules of your relationship. Too many wow. people are concerned about the shoulds and the, the I got to You got to live how you want to live. You should do what makes you happy. <laughs> and to damn what mom and dad says, who gives a shun shit what the friends say, live your authentic life. What do you and your partner want? And do that. And again, but are this these is rules to stop your partner from doing things. I mean, that's what it is. I think these are rules to define your relationship, right? So for some people, monogamy isn't a necessary a necessity in their relationship, right? Maybe they have an open marriage and under under modern under societal like kind of norms that's a little bit out there right that's a little bit different uh, All right. and but but if that works for you and your partner then do that right like live your life or can you have a rule like, that you have to say good morning when your partner wakes up in the morning F you. Could that be one yep oh you have to say that too <laughs> That would be a rule. I mean, you saying that could be a rule. That's amazing that what partners could come up with. Yep, and I could have a rule that what says, be? Uh, I have to kiss your butt cheeks every morning and every evening that I see you. That rule is, is delicious. Doable. Okay, then. So that's not a rule in our relationship. No, I'm saying in general, though. <laughs> We're, I'm just giving examples. I don't know what oh. you're talking about. Oh, okay. You're making up these fantasy scenarios that can't yeah, exist in any dimension. Fantasies. If there were multiple dimensions, that would definitely not exist there. You know that, right? 
Yes. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't exist anywhere in any universe. Thanos couldn't make that exist. Are you dead? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have more to say, but I'm going to leave it at that. Excellent. I think that was a good way to end it with Phenomenal. that reference. Okay. I definitely needed to bring that reference up. Absolutely. So defining the rules of your relationship, meaning what do you need to happen and what do you, and yeah, things that you, yeah, like even safety words and stuff like that. If you want sexual rules, if you want rules as to how you about run your finances. Of, what about like when you're talking to other people in public and you're having a conversation and somebody starts to reveal information about you and you don't want them to reveal it. So that if you have a safety word too or yeah. some sort of action where they're like, hey, let's just, let's fall back Paul, now. Yeah, let's pause. <laughs> let's pause not continue this, down yeah. that road because we don't want that Yeah, if that on. person, if someone is uncomfortable by public shares, then your partner needs to acknowledge that and, and, and recognize that that's not okay for you to pop off if the person is uncomfortable with that. So you got to set the rules of your relationship all right here we go yo here we go yo so what's the what's, what's the scenario it's scenario time guys scenario one michelle and orville are planning their yearly vacation but they can't agree on where to go michelle wants to go somewhere halt and orville is a snowbird is there some way they can both get what they want for this vacation indeed they go on separate ones oh <laughs> <Ayo>. <laughs> Wow. Oh, gosh. That's interesting. We've been talking about fairness and compromise, <laughs> and what you said is split up. Split up or get up. No. You talk with yourself. First so. of all, uh, Orville, <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> you know where Orville comes from or no? The popcorn? Yeah. Okay. Orville Redenbacher. Phenomenal. <laughs> Shout out We just to had that, though. That's yes, why. Yes, we did. It was delicious. Good yeah, job, it's still Good pretty job. tasty. <laughs> Uh, I would say they would need to try to find, uh, see, Woken Free Nation, travel agents, <laughs> uh, calling all travel agents. Is there a place that can accommodate hot and cold in one space? I mean, I know in Arizona, if they went to Flagstaff at a certain part of the year, they might get the snow and then they could drive down more to like the Phoenix and get more heat. So like maybe they do kind of a five day vacation and like two and a half days is cold, two and a half days is yeah, warm. They could go and to maybe a place do something like that. Like, or someone has to compromise, but like you said, so like Michelle wins the hot for this year and then next year they do cold or next trip they do cold, you know? So they, they have to decide how, how much do they really want this and what would be the best fit for them right now? And, and what are the reasons driving the, their wishes as well? Cause sometimes we, we say things, but you have to have, like have subst substantive reasons for why you want what you want. All right. And then. I think I can satisfy them both. You mm -hmm. go to a place where it's hot, but they have a really tall mountain, like Mount Kilimanjaro, and you climb up there, and that's how you get your coldness. And die up there, too. Yep. That's a fun vacation, though. That's you'll, interesting what you define you remember. fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you'll, it's one you'll remember, because it's like, ooh, I was so hot. Then you went up the mountain, and you froze. Yep. Excellent. And you never came frostbite. back down. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but at least you, that's a long-lasting relationship, isn't it? In the snow. <laughs> yeah. Their bodies will be together for a long time. Until they thaw because of global warming. Even at the top of the mountain? I hear that, I forget what mountain, but there's a bunch of dead bodies now being undiscovered because... Undiscovered? Or d discovered now because uh. the, the snow and stuff is melting. So now all their cars <laughs> are out there in the street that's, like that. That's amazing, actually. It's actually really horrified. It's uh, good for science because they can see what happened to the bodies As well the as their family members who wondered where the hell they were. Because, no, then we yeah. can think about the, the stasis, like putting people mm. in a cryostasis kind of form. Or Fringe what, science. Cryogenic, you know, 
that's getting into all that, but it's a natural state of being frozen. That's interesting. Our conversations are interesting. Because I wonder what state they were frozen in. Like, can they bring them back to life like Frankenstein? Are you joking? <laughs> it's <laughs> Alright, watch when they're walking around and you're like, why does that person sound stop. funny? Stop. People need to stop summoning zombies, guys. Like, <laughs> they might not, Is that a zombie, though, if they have, like, feeling and they still have to eat? Resurrected Yeah, if you resurrect it and you still have to eat regular food, not brains, then you're not a zombie. That's what's funny. If you're, you're resurrected... You're just a fancy zombie, but you're still a zombie. That's unfair to say. Like, that's not... You're being so unfair. Oh, really? Them. It's unfair? That's the word yeah. of choice? Yeah. <laughs> they were resuscitated and they're a zombie now. It's like, say that to people who died for three hours. Are they zombies, too, when they come back? I'm say. not a medical professional. I can't. <laughs> All you're going to say is they're a zombie. <laughs> like, you zombie, you scare me. Don't come near my brains. That's what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's messed up. I mean, come on now. We got to be and fair. You're, okay, Equal gotcha. treatment for our zombies. I mean, our resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up. No, I was trying to think of what to call them. It's I guess you the just call them the, No, see that's all messed up. You can't say that because they were just resurrected. That's the yeah. better term. Resurrect the not zombies. So Jesus wannabes. <laughs> Come on, I'm not gonna go on to that one. Exactly. That, that's a whole other conversation. Wee-hee. That's a different one, and it, it could be discussed definitely. Was Jesus a zombie? <laughs> all right, that's a second conversation that you just came up with. I didn't think on that level. I was just thinking a little more down to the ground, earth thinking. That was amazing. That was like the best statement wow. I said for today. Yeah, the zombie one. But Don't be offended, Technically, guys, by what but... you said, yeah. But I mean, your definition, you can't be resurrected. You got to be zombified. That's for you, the medical oh, expert. good lord. You're the medical expert practitioner. Please do not say that. Revoke that. Do you revoke the medical practitioner? I am not a doctor, nor have I ever claimed to be a doctor. you never practiced medicine. No. All nope, right, nope, I hope not. Nope, nope. This segment has been deleted. <laughs> yep, that's what you get. This is all gone. This will be the lost tapes. Phenomenal. This is part we of the lost tapes. We should have the Woken Free lost tapes. That's amazing, actually. Scenario two. Crystal feels Richter always has the last word when it comes to decision making. She gives in, though, because he has a master's degree while she is a high school dropout. Is this a fair marriage? What kind of crap are you talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> when, a, when a doctor, uh, all right, we'll just say it's a doctor, just, but actually not even a doctor, just somebody with a master's degree. If they get with someone who's a high school dropout mm-hmm. and they take more and they make more of the decisions, is that right? Because technically that person with the master's, maybe they have more education, so they're more educated to make a better decision. And the high school dropout is like, uh, mm-hmm. they don't really so, know, know enough. So it's kind of edu- like an education thing. Like, if you have more education, should mm-hmm. you be the decision maker? And should you give the other person chances to make decisions when they're not going to make the best decisions? Gotcha. So See? some of the richest people on this uh, planet don't have college degrees. And so I think it's a it, – talk about fairness and equity. I think it's it's presumptuous to say that based on your educational attainment, you have more of a right to make decisions in relationship. I think the decision-making power should uh, rest with the person who has the best insight for the decisions being made. And this is a relationship that is voluntary, not a dictatorship, right? Unless she's married to Stalin. Uh, last I checked, she has a right to make joint decisions and or weigh in on topics with Richter, was that his name? So, (laughs) (laughs) 
okay then. Yeah. Uh, so Crystal, if she's not feeling like her voice is being heard, then maybe this isn't the best relationship for her because floating his little master's degree over her is nonsense. She can get her GED in a hot second and go ahead and go to college and get her doctorate and then say, what's up? So then she gets to make the decisions. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I think the decision making again, or it shouldn't is based, be based on that. Uh, it's not on your educational attainment. It's based on who has the best insight for the decision needed in the moment. Yeah, but good luck deciding who has the best insight there, because both be like, I have the best idea. And maybe they're not married to the right people. Oh, man. <laughs> if they can't come to a compromise, you yeah. think there's more bigger involves, issue at hand? Yeah, marriage involves compromise, right? So if you are like, no, I'm right, and you I'm right, then you can both be right at the divorce table. <laughs> like, we how about we're both rightfully not in the right relationship? How about them apples? Like, but guess what this scenario does? Mm-hmm. It brings us right back to square one where you started. Fairness is relative. Because I remember you were talking about that in the article. Yeah. One person takes their their Oh, Richter their feels he's probably role, very fair. And the other yeah. takes their specific role. And as long as both agree, are they actually in a fairness but that's type what of marriage? Said, that's as pretty long funny. As both agree. So if she yeah. feels, she used to, in the scenario, she feels he always has the last word. And she gives in. Yeah, she's giving she's in. She's giving in. But it doesn't mean that she's consenting. No, nah, she's not There's a difference that between it's, those. It's so after a certain point, she's not going to give in anymore. And she's going to find a guy that will listen to her and probably do a lot more than Richter does. So, <laughs> okay then. Richter, yeah, you're going to have to. Change up Richter the game. has to slow slow his uh, little. Can he just change the game up? And he can change his name too while he's at it. Richter is so cool because Richter has a scale named after him. <laughs> that's what's cool. You're such a science and nerd. <laughs> it's, that's people will get that already. They they already knew that, but I just did that just for the people who didn't know. Gotcha. So they now they'll know. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Now you now you know then. Mm-hmm. Wow, amazing. Have you lost your mind? You better find it. Find your mind. You learn this different things every day. Thank you, Kalil. <laughs> <laughs> You're losing your mind in this episode. Oh, no. Scenario three. Hora and Halil decided that depending on the topic, one of them is the sole decision maker. For example, Hora manages all the bills and extra expenditures. Halil makes all the housing decisions when it comes to repairs and remodeling. Is this a fair marriage or is one of them being treated unequally? Really? This is these are <laughs> these are names. Now you need to be respectful. Can you be respe- respectful of what all genders names. are we addressing here? So Hora is a, a female name, uh. and Halil is a man. Oh, okay, cool. So now you know at least. Thank you for the education. Yes. Excellent. So in this relationship with H squared, uh, I <laughs> <laughs> believe okay. you didn't even try. Eight squared, and uh, I believe that it seems like how this is presented, that they have decided to kind of conquer and divide with with the responsibilities and duties that come with being an adult as well as being a married adult. So it seems kind of fair to me because you don't have to do the same thing to be fair. It's about doing something. (laughs) And as long as the job gets done, uh, you can divide and conquer. And if you both have consented to it and you enjoy, like, as long as one part of H squared enjoys the bills and the other part of H squared enjoys the housing, then we're cool. And if they don't enjoy it, then they have to have a conversation and switch it up. But if they're cool with it, then happy uh, congratulations, H squared. (laughs) And you? 
Yeah, to me, this is actually a case where I think it's a fair marriage, I think, just, mm-hmm. just from the information that was given in the scenario, because they both take each of their responsibilities, and as far as we know, there's no complaints, so in this case, it seems like it's working out fair for both of them. They both come to their, comp- they've compromised on who decides what, and they're both being, I mean, I think it seems equal there. They both have their wheelhouse, and they stick to it. Indeed. Yeah, it seems like it's okay. And, yeah. You know, they can say each other's names, so good for them. Yeah, that's good, yes. It People is can say their names. Good for them. Exactly. Exactly. Good thing I don't add in last names and really throw a wrench in your gears. I just wouldn't say them. You know that. <laughs> I would say Boo 1 and Boo 2. <laughs> oh, no, you can't make up a completely different <laughs> yes, name. Yes, I would. I'm Jamaican. That's <laughs> don't a forget. Jamaican thing, then. Yes. This becomes Ichan on Ichan. No, come on. <laughs> that's it. I want to say them names. Hilalo. That's just amazing. It is. And we are at that time again. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. Oh, no. Oh, it is yes. the coming at the end of our 88th episode of Woke, Woke and Free. Free. Can you find the proper pitch for your voice? <laughs> for your voice? Yes. How come I got a, I got, oh, we got a mind meld again. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to bring it. Oh, that's what, next time we'll do that, and we'll actually be in the same key. Violence? Viol- no, mind meld. Oh, I said slap you. That's what I'm I not said. doing that. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about getting this right. We're going to get it right uh... one day. We had it right at one point in time, though. Yep, the first one. <laughs> and, like the third one, I think. Oh, okay. And then it only went... A down different way. Down. It went a different way from there is what because I'm saying. Because you keep Before going quick, quick. on a pitch that is not yours to be had. What's interesting is when you're saying you, you're actually saying I in your mind. <laughs> oh so God. you need to realize what you're oh saying out loud. <laughs> That's oh the problem. <laughs> come, on, come on. You gotta get this stuff get together. Get it together. Get it yeah. together. <laughs> this was quite the episode discussing whether fairness exists in marriage. Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing, do spirits exist? Not ghosts, but internal spirits. Ooh. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokeAndFree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. We're very active on social media, so you can always reach us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even YouTube at Woken Free. And then if you'd like to sponsor an upcoming episode or talk about a sponsorship deal, you can find us on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Till next time. That's fair, guys.